Hi, everybody. Welcome. One of the things that I see a lot when I work with my clients is the idea of enmeshment and or neglect or inappropriate um, boundaries or healthy connections in couple in uh, children and parents. And so I wanted to talk about today four ways to kind of help you gauge and fix your relationship between you and your child. Okay, so um, that's what we're going to do. Number one is understand yourself better. Okay, what I've seen is the number one cause of issues between parent and child is um, people doing the opposite of their parents or people making sh- overcompensating for what their parents did. So, for example, let's say you have someone who was totally abandoned and neglected as a child. So oftentimes he might be more prone to be a helicopter parent because he says, you know, listen, when I was a kid, my parents never cared about me. They never knew what was going on in my life. They never were in touch with anything. And so, therefore, I need to do the opposite and make sure my kids have that. Now, nobody is trying to hurt their children. Even Usually, even oftentimes, a dysfunctional parent had some calculation as to what they were doing or maybe they were just busy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but when you're, the more you get in touch with yourself, the more you could, um, therefore, gauge it appropriately. Or take the opposite extreme where you had a, a girl, a woman that I worked with, who her parents were, were helicopter parents and always on top of her. And um, as a parent, she became very, very laissez-faire. And that was kind of her reaction to, to that parenting. And it's not hard to see why that happens because oftentimes the things that hurt us the most are the things that impact us the most. And then when we raise our children, we want to do the opposite. But sometimes it's not exactly the opposite. It's what we call in, uh, in um, Maimonides' term the golden rule or the golden path. And the golden path is basically that you always need a balance. And so there's an element of giving children autonomy and giving them free space, but also an element of um, guiding them. Um, There's a famous uh, educator named Shlomo Walby uh, of Blessed Memory who actually studied under Piaget, and he was a very famous uh, Jewish personality and lived in Israel after the war. And he he has a book called Zria and Binyan, which um, is planting and building. And he talks about how in being a parent, there's a balance between um, being a, for example, let's say you look at a vine that's growing. So the vine has a stick that's growing that's showing it where to go and guiding it. But at the end of the day, it's nurturing itself from the ground and it's it's growing from the ground. Whereas a binion, a, a building, um, has bricks that are laid down. And so there are certain aspects of making a building for your child and certain aspects of putting a stick in the ground and showing them where to grow. But there's also an aspect of helping sprout what's inside them. And I, I, you can't do justice to that in a podcast. But as I said, you know, rule number one is be in touch with yourself because oftentimes you'll see that your parenting um, experience with your own parents is highly influencing what's going on uh, with your current child. Number two, I just want to say this. If you're still listening to this podcast and you're thinking about how you could help your children, you're not a sociopath. You know, there are people that come into my office who their parents would you know, never, ever listen to something like this because uh, they're, they're just not mentally well. They're not just not mentally interested. So that's important. But I want to tell you step number two, which is it's not only that you're not a sociopath because you're listening, which congratulations, that's that's great. Your kids have a better chance. It's also you can't be focusing on, oh, I wish my wife would hear this or I wish my spouse would hear this or I wish my ex would hear this. You're not going to get anywhere thinking that way. You have to be the best parent that you could be. And so rule number two is when something's going on for your child, look inside yourself, meaning not just to your past, but also inside yourself. For example, a lot of times we have very, very strong reactions. But for our children, you know, they're they're looking at us and they're watching us and they're picking up you know, what, what we're feeling. Now, this is not called guilt, you know, you for, for feeling emotions. You have a, you, you have a perfect right to, to have different emotions and different feelings. 
including overwhelm or frustration or anger, etc. Um, but just be aware that oftentimes when we're upset at our children, we're upset at ourselves, we're disappointed in ourselves, or frustrated by something, and that's usually not the best way to be parenting them. And so sometimes it's just worthwhile um, taking a break and, and showing your kids that you take a break yourself. I'm not telling you that you can't reprimand your child. I'm not telling you that you can't correct them. Of course, one of the parental responsibilities is that, but I do think that a larger part of the responsibility is to create a healthy environment for the child where they can be celebrated as to who they are. Because at the end of the day, the rebuke, quote unquote, that you give them is only going to be as powerful as the relationship that you have. And I'll say that again. The most important thing that you have with your child is your relationship. And one of the things that I always try to give over to my own children, and I hope that I've done a good job with it and I, I will continue to work on it, is how much I delight in them, how much I enjoy them, how, how delicious they are, how, um, how precious they are, how sweet they are. And that doesn't mean that they don't make trouble or do things or say hurtful things or, or call me out on my stuff on purpose or by accident or inadvertently um, or trigger me. Of course they do. That, that's part of the human dynamic. Um, but when, when, they're, when, when I'm creating an environment of enjoying them and believing in them um, you know, so much and, 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 and being their biggest fans, um, then any correction that needs to take place is coming, is coming from a much healthier place and it's coming from a much more balanced place because – the message is you're a great person. You're a wonderful person. You have so much to offer. I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. And, 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 and you could critique a lot of what I'm saying right now, but just, just take it with a grain of salt. You know, there's, there's many, many ways that we have to look at our children and give over that love. And that's, that's what's so important because if you're just constantly correcting them, do this, do that, do this, do that. I learned this the hard way. I learned this from being at, you know, friends' houses and watching them interact with children and being like, whoa, that's too harsh. And then looking at myself and saying, hmm, and I sound like that too, right? It's very easy to be a good uncle or a good friends, you know, oh yeah, you know, I, I sure, I have very good relationships with many of my friends and many of their children as well, right? Um, but it's hard to be an actual parent where you're constantly living with it and constantly seeing it and, and watching our children hurt themselves. But the main thing is look inside. Number three and number four are going to be very practical with, with the kid. Um, number three is your child is not always right. Of course not. And your child sometimes does stupid things and hurtful things to themselves and to others. But lean in and, and validate and listen to them. And validating doesn't mean that you're endorsing their behavior or that you're even happy that they're doing that. But it just means that you're allowing them to have their own thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And you're, you're, listening, you're listening to what they're experiencing and you're going into their inner world. And a lot of parents sometimes get, you know, get defensive, which is part number one and two, and they don't want to hear what their child has to say. But just hear your kid out. Instead of, instead of telling them, no, you do have friends, or instead of telling them, well, you need to behave, or instead of telling them, be quiet already, right? Just hear out what's going on. A lot of times when you hear what's going on with your child, um, a, lot, a lot of diffusion takes place just in that area. For example, one regret that I have with my own children is that sometimes um, in, in, in past years, sometimes when they would be trying to say something and I'd be telling them, like, no, you did something wrong. Um, instead of me allowing them to talk first, I would often just push for my agenda. And that, that really that, that doesn't go with the, with the approach of having a relationship with them. It also doesn't make them feel validated because I have to admit that on a number of occasions in doing those things and pushing back and saying, no, 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 you're, listen to me first, um, I actually was wrong. And they actually had a good explanation for what they did or why they did it or even um, you know, what, what they were going through. And so I've really, really taught myself to just be quiet and try to listen first. And, and I would say that I'm, I'm a work in progress, as my kids could testify. But I would say that, you know, a good 50 to 75% of the time, I'm able to try to listen first and, and, and hear them out. And that makes a big difference. Um, and, and, and the fourth thing that I want to say, um, which again, is, is really focusing on a child, um, you know, after you're looking into yourself and your own parenting style, and after you're looking into yourself and why you're triggered, and after you're learning to validate your child, um, is to learn to trust your child. Trust your child means, um, you know, if you're giving your kid 
something to do. Brush your teeth. Don't start driving them nuts about it. Just say to them, I trust you're going to take care of this, correct? Okay, great. Amazing. Not in a guilt like, can I trust you because last time you lied. Learn to trust your kids. Try to find them, find areas that you could trust them. Now, obviously, if your kid has a problem with shoplifting, don't, you know, don't encourage that. If your kid has a problem being honest with money, don't, don't give them your credit card and say, I, I could trust you, right? I'm talking about catch them doing something right. Catch them doing something that's trustworthy and celebrate that. If your kid does something that's, that's a spiritual uh, value or a um, moral value, for example, when one of my children did something very, very generous for a friend, I really just said, wow, that was so beautiful what I just saw. That's amazing. And because that's how you encourage um, good things. But the, the, the real secret here is that's how you push away the negative things for the, for the selfish things that were done, you know, by teaching them that, wow, you know, I acknowledge that pro-social healthy behavior. And that was that was amazing. So look into your kids and understand that they are their own people. And just like you don't like to be cut off and just like you have a calculation for the things that you do. So they also have a calculation for the things that they're doing. And with that, you'll open up your heart. You know, neglect takes place from from, you know, from people that are not willing to think about what they're doing wrong and from people that are not willing to hear a child. And abuse, of course, takes place from an active place of somebody thinking that they own a child and they have a right, you know, if I wanted your opinion, I'd give it to you or you're my property and I could hurt you. We're not talking about that. We're talking about, you know, decently functional people who want to be the best people they could be. And so take a look at yourself and you'll see, I always quote Bessel van der Kolk who says, the best mental health intervention known to mankind is healthy parents. And, you know, time and time again, we're, I'm constantly cleaning up the mess from parents who have done a number on their child. Take a moment, think about it. Um, you know, you're, you're a good enough parent. If 75% of the time you're, you're a decent parent and you're, and you're fulfilling what I'm talking about here and you're working on it actively, and 25% of the time you're, you're stressed or you're in a bad mood or whatever, as long as you're not abusing the child at that time, then, then you're good. Look, if 75% of the time you're an abusive, dysfunctional parent, 25% of the time you're taking them to Disneyland, then you're not going to have a good relationship with your child and your child's not going to be okay. But... 75% of the time, you're learning how to validate and be respectful and be calm and, and, and lean in and, and, and improving and working on being a loving, kind parent who celebrates their child and, and, and listens to them as much as you can. Um, you're, you're, you're in good shape. So good luck with this and feel free to leave comments. Let me know how, how that helps. Joseph Tropper at gmail.com. Thank you and have a great day.